Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today. And uh, again, a lot going on, a lot happening out there. Uh, you want to make sure you stay with KSL. Uh, 1230 today, we'll have the Utah coronavirus call in with Jeff Kaplan. Uh, continued opportunity for you to have your questions answered uh, on what's going on in your world as it relates to the coronavirus updates. Uh, it is a critical time. And so make sure you stay with us. 1230 uh, with Jeff Kaplan uh, special today. All right. Uh, as promised, I wanted to get to my conversation uh, with BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope. Some of you may remember, uh, I actually got to interview Coach Pope on the first day he was on the job. So just shortly after he was announced as the head basketball coach, and uh, he was doing the interview from his office, and he was sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear this big snap, and uh, he had broken his chair. <laughs> uh, he's, he's tall. He's a big guy. Uh, he broke the chair, uh, but without missing a beat, he launched into this beautiful lesson. He says, you know, we're going to break stuff around here. Uh, we're going to find what's not working. We're going to break it and make it better. We're going to find stuff that is working. We're going to break it and we're going to make it better. Uh, and so I had a, a good ribbing with him uh, to remind him that, uh, and he, he reminded me that he has a new chair that fits him very well. And he did do some extraordinary things uh, in a, an amazing run. Uh, during the BYU basketball season, they broke a lot of things, they fixed a lot of things, and they built something really extraordinary. Uh, I had the chance to sit down uh, and have a uh, distanced uh, conversation over the phone with uh, Coach Pope, uh, talk about the season, lessons learned, leadership, uh, and what happened. And I want to share with you just a, a portion of this conversation. You can hear the entire conversation on my podcast, Therefore What, uh, that you can pick up uh, anywhere you get your podcast, Therefore What, and a great interview, uh, 30 minutes with Coach Pope that will <laughs> change the way you look at the world. He's awesome. Uh, but we we talked in particular about some of the challenges. Uh, we we kind of called it the uh, March sadness uh, part of the program where uh, he went through Kind of the emotions, what happened is they went from this great string, this great run, beat Gonzaga, moving up the national polls, uh, and then coronavirus. And then it looks like the the tournament might be delayed. It might uh, not have uh, fans there, uh, and then went from bad uh, to absolutely worse. But I asked him first, tell me what was going on inside of you as all of this was taking on. 
Yeah, well, at first, um, I'm equally as emotional as, a, as my players, right? So we kind of share that together. I don't know if that's good coaching, but we're we're in this together. And certainly there have been moments in this process in the last few weeks where, you know, I, I think I felt as devastated or more devastated than my guys, which is crazy because this is their one shot. So talking about that one shot for those seniors, uh, again, they hadn't been to the uh, March Madness since Jimmer days. And uh, so then I said, let's let's walk through it. Walk me through the details of what happened, what when you found out, uh, and then what came next. We, we heard the news. We were actually meeting as a team. Uh, ironically, uh, we were meeting. We were about to go out on the practice floor. Guys were taped and in their practice gear. We're in the film room. We had watched a couple uh, clips on concepts we were going to work on that day, and then we had prepared a, like a five-slide educational uh, PowerPoint on the coronavirus, actually, so our guys could speak you know, in, in, in some sort of educated way on it. And uh, we were in the middle of doing that presentation. I was sharing that information with the team, and my assistant coach, uh, Cody Figure, waved his, his phone in front of my face and with the announcement that the tournament had been canceled. You know, we had been hoping desperately that they would hold it with no fans, and then when that looked like it wasn't promising, and it all happened so fast over the course of the next 16 hours. We were hoping desperately that they would postpone, like postpone yeah. so we at least have a chance. And then when it came out, straight cancellation, it, you know, it, it was it was a hit for us. And that's uh, Coach Mark Pope from uh, BYU. So that's where that's how it played out. They're, they're there. They're in the film room. They're getting ready to go out and practice. They're gearing up for March Madness. And they get the news that, no, it's not just going to be postponed. March Madness is done. It has been canceled for 2020. Now, this is the segment that you, you need to take some notes on. Get a pen and paper out. This is, this is worth noting here as Coach Pope is going to take you through what I think is a, a life lesson extraordinaire uh, that we all should begin applying immediately. And so I asked him, so what what happened next? How did you deal with it? How did you help your team deal uh, with this kind of change, this kind of devastating news? We fully understand the really, really awful global life and death implications of this on the world, right? The truth is, is that most of the, most of the time this team te- teaches me all the important lessons. What we've spent some time talking about is what we talked about with all those other little things that came up during the course of the season. We always talk about the game is always just asking you one question. It's asking you one question during the course of the game, after the game, after a win, after a loss. All the game cares about is how are you going to respond? And you can just as well insert life in there. Life doesn't really care about how you're feeling or what happened before. Life wants to know what is your answer to whatever you just experienced, whether it was the greatest moment in your life or the worst, whether it was greatest victory or the toughest loss, right? And this team did it over and over and over and over again this season. And then, of course, their biggest uh, seemingly irretrievable challenge um, was the cancellation of this tournament. And, And in this case... When you don't have another day to compete, when you don't get to have another game, it can be so disorienting. So the other thing we talk about is like when you can't see ahead, when things don't make sense, you have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other until things become clear, right? You got to just keep working and keep fighting and keep trying. That's uh, BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope, my uh, interview with him from last late last week. And I love this concept uh, that he talked about, that the game, meaning the game of basketball, only asks one question. How will you respond? 
And he went through this in great detail. He said, you know, if you miss five shots in a row, the only thing the game cares about is how will you respond? How will you do on the sixth shot? Uh, if you get a couple of bad calls, only thing the game is going to ask, how are you going to respond to that? You have a great win. How do you respond? A terrible loss. How do you respond? Uh, and then again, going back to this whole idea of that life is, is just going to ask us one question, and that is how will you respond? Uh, and so we, we've talked about this in my house. You know, I've got a, a son who's who's missing high school dances and a, uh, a chance to go abroad and do some service in the summer. Uh, and those things are gone. But the only thing life's going to ask is, how will you respond? Uh, and I believe that's the ultimate test. When we're faced with a challenge, when we're faced with difficulties, what are we going to do? How will we respond? That's the question. That's the only question. Uh, how will we respond? How do we respond in good times? How do we respond in bad times? And when things go wrong, as we know they will, what do we do? Do we murmur or do we ponder? Do we buy into the group griping and the pity parties and the woe is me and this is so awful, this is so bad, this is so terrible? Or do we respond, like Coach Pope was talking about, do we respond and find the opportunity in that moment? And I think that's really the test of of the country. We talked about this last week, bounceability. Uh, It's not how high you soar that matters. It's how high you bounce when you hit bottom. And it's a a bounceability moment for our country and for all of us here in the state of Utah, across the country, and around the world. That is the only question that matters. And I I really appreciate uh, Coach Mark Pope taking some time with us uh, to share his insight on the only question that matters. How will you respond to good things? How will you respond to adversity and challenging things? Great test. Don't miss it. You can hear uh, this podcast, which uh, Kellyanne will get posted a little later on today on kslradio.com or on our uh, app. Uh, Or you can always get the full interview on my Therefore What podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a final break. When we come back, I'm going to share with you some really interesting things from a group of singers from Tennessee and what they did to show their bounce ability and make a difference in their community. Stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.